The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. It is good to be a certified alpha male. It is good to enjoy the alpha male lifestyle that includes cigars, spirits, delicacies, grilling, dames, sports, travel. We do not apologize for working hard and for playing hard. And for the next two hours, we welcome you to join us in the world of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. We will discuss some topics that are a little serious. We will discuss some topics that are not so serious. But no matter where you are, it is mandatory that you have your cigar at hand ready for litation. You have your favorite libation, have a favorite delicacy. If you have your harem, have them there servicing you as well, because a good alpha male always knows how to multitask. We can do more than one thing at a time, no question about it, especially when it involves our harem, but get ready to enjoy. That is the most important thing. Long Ash greetings and salutations, a Long Ash snappy salute, semper delictatio. Always pleasure, long live the alpha, make America great again, screw the enemies of pleasure. Front and center, command center alpha in the Cigar City. As always, make sure you follow me on social media 24-7, 365. Just go to CigarDave.com. On the upper right-hand corner, you will see the various social media icons for Twitter, for Facebook, for Instagram, for YouTube, and make sure that you follow us. And we are, I have done a better job of posting both to Twitter as well as Facebook and Instagram as well at the same time, because I know a number of you have said, General, I'm only on Facebook, I'm only on Twitter, and I I prefer Twitter. I just like the immediacy of it, but we're going to do everything so this way you can follow along 24-7, 365. And I do not waste your time. I don't, uh, you know, just tweet something for the sake of tweeting or for posting a social media message. Don't waste your time. You're a busy alpha. I'm a busy alpha. We don't have time for the nonsense. I always get a kick out of politicians that are incredibly hypocritical. I get a kick out of these politicians that stand on their high horse and say, I am holier than thou. I am a, I am a man of religion. I am, a, I am holy. I am a family man. I believe in family values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them are full of bull. Classic case in point. This comes to us from Utah. A Utah legislator, former GOP representative John Stannard, who is one of those conservative politicians, 43 years of age, elected to the Utah House of Representatives in 2012, three children with his wife. Now, I don't know how many wives he's from Utah. He could have nine wives for all I know. Who the hell knows? But last year, 
Mr. Strong Conservative Family Values, Pro-Life, Traditional Mayor, the whole shebang. Last year, he voted in favor of stricter laws on prostitution, including raising the penalty for soliciting sex to $2,500. Would you care to guess where this story is going to go, Alphas? Want an idea? Want a hint? I don't think you need it. Now, on his website, before I think it was taken down, this politician said, and I quote, I'm a strong advocate for conservative family values. I am pro-life as well as for traditional marriage. Well, in Utah, traditional marriage is like 10, 12, 14 wives. But nonetheless, this is a classic. Of course, Mr. Pious, Mr. Holier-than-thou, I'm going to raise the, the, the penalty for soliciting sex from... Prostitutes, as Borat would say, from uh, Kazakhstan prostitutes. Well, guess where this is going? Former Representative John Stannard has come out. Allegations. He used taxpayer money to pay for hotel rooms to pay hookers for sexual pleasure maneuvers. Twice at the Fairfield Inn in Salt Lake City. Paid two, paid a, a, a hooker $250 for sex twice at the Fairfield Exchange. In one exchange, the hooker asked the legislator, this GOP representative, John Stannard, if she should bring any accessories or toys, perhaps a corset. Taylor claimed the hooker, he paid her $250 for each of the one-hour sessions in June and August of last summer, during which she performed oral sexual maneuvers on him, and they had horizontal pleasure maneuvers. Needless to say, he resigned. How many times have we seen this? Now, first of all, as far as I'm concerned, just make prostitution legal. I mean, let's face it. If you are married, you're going out with a woman, it costs you. I always tell people. People say, oh, no, 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 I, 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 I've never paid for sex. And I said, trust me, if you're married... You're dating someone, you're paying for it. I don't care if it's in a meal, if it's in a ring, if it's clothes, if it's, trust me, you are paying for it. That's a load of nonsense. The only difference is, like when you think about it, having a girlfriend, a harem, a, 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 a wife, to a degree, is there's no difference between prostitution. Not in the act and so on, but the fact of the matter is in what it costs you. I love Charlie Sheen. This is a classic. When Charlie Sheen was on the stand. He was accused of uh, soliciting for uh, prostitutes amongst man many of his other uh, wild endeavors. And so when the, uh, when the district attorney said to him, the prosecutor said, well, isn't it true, sir, that you have paid for sex on multiple occasions? He said, no. And, and the prosecutor said, well, yes, we have, the, you have, it, you, we have the, the facts that you have paid for. It. He said, no, I've never paid for sex. I pay for him to leave. Think about that for a second. What a magnificent point. Not paying for sex. You're paying for them to leave. No hassles, no noosing, no strangulation, no fetching afterward, no, as, like, as Andrew Dice Clay would say, oh, can we cuddle? No, I'm done with you. Go home. Classic. But whenever I see these politicians that stand up, they're holier than thou, whether it's this guy with hookers or Al Gore, we need to save the environment. The world, the globe, the climate uh, has the flu. It's got pneumonia. We have to cut back on carbon emissions. And what does he do? He crisscrosses the country in a private plane, which I have no problem with. 
He lives in a house that's, what, 16,000 square feet and, and uses about 100 times more than the average American household will in energy per year. Yet he's got the unmitigated gall to say, well, I buy carbon offsets, so therefore I am carbon neutral and I'm, I'm friendly to the planet. Baloney. It's always do as I say, not as I do. And people are sick of it. And that's one of the reasons why President Donald Trump resonates with the American people. I think that's one of the reasons why I resonate with you, my fellow alphas. Because you tell it straight. You tell it honestly. You don't sugarcoat it. You don't sit there and and pretend to be somebody you're not. Donald Trump says, look, this is what I believe in. Boom, boom, boom. If you like it, great. If you don't, you don't. But what a breath of fresh air considering all these phony politicians that'll tell you whatever you want to hear based upon what audience. You know, I look at Joe Manchin, who's running for re-election in West Virginia. He's got a tough re-election. Trump country. Trump trounced Clinton. And that used to be a heavily Democrat state. Now it's Trump country. Joe Manchin, Democrat, who loves to say, oh, I'm a moderate Democrat. Well, his record doesn't necessarily show that. He, they, there are, we, I've seen TV reports and, and press clippings where he will go to two different groups on the opposite end of the spectrum and give two different statements, both completely opposite from the other one. And yet he loves to say, well, no, 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 I'm, I'm a moderate. I play it right down the middle. The only thing that happens if you play it down the middle is, is Dan, one of the Dan Ratherisms I remember hearing on election night. The only thing happens when you when you uh, when you travel down the street is uh, straight down the street you see double yellow lines. That's it. You can't play it down the. Oh, he says you see double yellow lines and dead possums. That's it. You you can't play it down the middle. Take a position. I don't have a problem if people are liberal or, well, yes, I do. But I don't have a problem if they believe their convictions and say, look, this is what I believe and I'm honest about it. I don't have a problem with that. It's when people that are wishy-washy and phony and holier than thou when they can't back it up. That's why you'll never hear me say, oh, I am a saint. Trust me. Furthest thing from a saint. Love my dames. People say, oh, general, general, with your harem, you must be a womanizer. Yes, but I treat women great. Love dames. Love the female form. I don't apologize for that. I don't come off and say, oh, no, I am straight-laced. I'm a Buddhist monk. No such thing. No way, shape, or form. You'll never hear that from me. So whenever I hear these politicians go off and say, oh, I'm a family man. Oh, I'm holier than thou. Oh, uh, we all must drive Priuses. We must all go to electric cars. We must, we must uh, stop uh, traveling this way and, 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 and save the planet. And yet their actions are contrary to their statements. That's what I have a problem with. All right, when we come back, we do have some good news when it comes to those of you that would like to purchase cigars. If you are above or if you are at 18 but uh, below 21 in four states in this country, we have seen a movement to raise the age in which you can legally purchase cigars. Yet at the same time, when we come back, I'll tell you about a story. There's a, uh, a, a Bloomberg columnist that says we had a lower... The voting age. I love it. At one one hand, they say, we need to raise the age for people that can buy guns from 18 to 21. We've raised the age of drinking from 18 to 21. Let's raise the age from 18 to 21 where people can buy cigars because they're not smart enough to make their own decisions on, on purchasing consumer products. Yet, all of a sudden now they're smart enough to vote less than 18? Again, talk about hypocrisy. We'll talk about it as we continue. I am the general, the global five-star, the global alpha male. We welcome you to the only show on the planet that celebrates 
the alpha male lifestyle, and being a 100% USDA alpha male. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the general, each month, delivered straight to your door. When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club for just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The Cigar Dave Show is available 24-7, 365 via the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, iPhone, as well as Amazon Kindle. You don't need to be in front of a radio. You just need to have your mobile device ready to go. And you can listen to me take on the enemies of pleasure. Talk about the alpha male good life as we talk cigars, spirits, diversions, grilling, everything associated with the alpha male good life. So go download the Cigar Dave mobile app today, presented by Diamond Crown. And you can listen to the show live, noon to 2 Eastern time, anywhere around the world. And as soon as the show is done, we run a continuous loop. The show is also available on demand. Also our Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and the ability for you to record a message and send it directly to us. So go right now. If you've got an Android, an iPhone, or the Amazon Kindle, Go and download the Cigar Dave mobile app presented by Diamond Crown. Never miss a minute of a Cigar Dave show with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Defending your rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave. Well, the voice you just heard is Voice Talon Ed. Want to extend a very happy birthday to Voice Talon Ed this coming Wednesday. One of the key members of our Cigar Dave crew. You have seen him live at our Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest, no matter where they occur. And so a happy birthday to Voice Talon Ed. I'm sure that Portuguese Princess Colleen will be servicing him and waiting on him hand and foot all day. And in fact, if Portuguese Princess Colleen is listening, that is an order from this global five-star. And I can already see her response. There's no ifs, ends, or buts. All right, hard to believe we are two weeks away from Aaron Gobrow and Aaron Goes Sip uh, St. Patty's Day maneuvers. St. Patrick's Day coming up. We will be celebrating St. Patrick's Day by our normal Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers and some Irish 
uh, food delicacies as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Everybody on March 17th is Irish. One of my favorite times of the year because uh, we can enjoy some great Irish food, some corned beef and cabbage and bangers and mash, and some great Irish whiskeys and Irish beers. So we will be doing that uh, two weeks from today on the Cigar Dave Show. If you are mem- a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club, coming off our incredibly great selection in January, our January 2018 selection was the Alec Bradley Prensado Law Start. Fabulous cigar. Talked about it last week with George Sosa, Vice President of Sales of Alec Bradley. Well, coming off on that, we've got another fantastic cigar. The February 2018 selection, which went out a little bit late because, again, these the new Gurkha Master Selects, which were launched in Buffalo last August, didn't get released till October. Very, very popular, but they went out Monday and Tuesday of this week, so you should start receiving them by the time you hear this show and into early next week. The Gurkha Master Select, an original cigar from Gurkha, launched in 2001, one of Gurkha's core flagship brands. But what happened was, after many years of, of, of success, of popularity in the marketplace, Kaizad Hansodia, the owner of Gurkha, had a very tough decision to make. He pulled the brand from distribution because there are numerous factory production delays, and he was not happy with some of the consistency. It was a great blend, great cigar, so he pulled it off. Well, he was able to secure, he bought the uh, rights for the original Master Select blend called OVB, Original Vintage Blend, from the family that originally made the Gurkha Master Select, reblended it to the T, aged the cigars, and he has relaunched those. A fabulous cigar. We launched it at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the river in Buffalo last uh, August and is now available for sale. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Honduran binder, Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. Just a nice medium-bodied smoothness, lush notes of nuts and spice. So if you are a member of the Officers Club, the Gurkha Master Select coming your way. If you are not a member of the Officers Club, you want to join right now, today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. You get three cigars in a Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch. We've got incredible selections for the rest of the year. Next week, I'll make the announcement on the March selection. It is a fantastic boutique cigar. Very, very excited about it. Now, if you want to purchase cigars, for many, many years, it was always 18. Some states had a 19-year-old age exemption or limitation. You had to be 19 to purchase a cigar. And I've always stated, if you are old enough to vote, if you are old enough to serve in the military and risk life and limb, if you're old enough for those items, I think you should be old enough to have a cocktail And furthermore, I think that part of the problem today is that we don't introduce kids to alcohol at a young age. Now, all of a sudden, if a parent gives their child a sip of alcohol when they're 7, 8, 10 years old, oh, child abuse, lock them up. The reason we don't see the alcohol abuse issues in Europe is because alcohol is part of the dinner and dining social uh, routine. Most Europeans always have a bottle of wine on the table. They give their kids a little sip. Kids don't abuse it. If a child is exposed to alcohol at a young age, chances are they will understand that it's enjoyed in moderation. They will not be, they will not binge drink. They won't go crazy when all of a sudden they can say, hey, great, I'm legal. I can go get smashed. You don't see that. Will not happen. And for those of you like me that had parents that, introduce them to alcohol at a young age. I'm sure you agree with everything in that statement. You don't abuse alcohol. 
I'm not a big drinker, but I believe in quality, not quantity. People say, General, you got this huge, uh, just incredible bar in Command Center Alpha at your Pleasure Palace. You've got scotch. You've got bourbons. You've got wines. You must drink this every night. And the answer is, not really. I may have a couple a week. And a lot of times, I'll just have maybe just a half a shot in a snifter of one type of whiskey, then maybe I'll have another. Then I won't have anything for three, four days. Then maybe I'm in the mood for a little wine or just a little sip of beer. It's all about quality, not quantity. But my point being is, 18 is the legal age, has been the legal age for many years now to vote. We heard people say, oh, we've got to lower it from 21 to 18. People can serve, they can vote. But all of a sudden now, we are regressing because we're seeing numerous states and numerous municipalities raising the tobacco, legal tobacco purchasing age to 21. So people, citizens, are smart enough at 18 to vote, but they're not smart enough to decide whether they want to enjoy a cigar at 18. Makes no sense. Good news. Four states. Legislators that introduced bills in Mississippi, in Indiana, in North Dakota, and in Idaho... Bills that would raise the mandatory, the minimum purchase age of tobacco, including cigars, from 18 to 21 have all been killed. Mississippi House Bill 140 sought to prohibit the sale or distribution of tobacco products to to, uh, persons under the age of 21. Failed to meet the January 3rd deadline to report bills out of committee. Didn't get a vote. Same thing in Idaho. Their bill, introduced beginning of February, referred to a Senate Affairs Committee They decided to hold the bill in committee, effectively killing the legislation. Indiana House Bill 1380, more dramatic defeat. The the bill passed the House Public Health Committee in a unanimous 9-0 vote in late January, two days before the committee deadline. But the following day, House Speaker Brian Bozema swiftly referred the bill to the Ways and Means Committee, killing its chances of reaching the House floor. Bravo to Indiana House Speaker Brian Bozema. And in North Dakota, another bill. After passing the Health and Human Services Committee on February 6th, defeated on the House floor by a vote of 45 to 21 last week. Fabulous. Outstanding. Now, there's similar legislation in 14 states. We've got to keep an eye on it. We've got to be very vigilant. But I get a kick out of all these people that are jumping up and down saying, 18 is too, too old to vote. We should lower the age. And when I come back... After the litation libation ceremony, I'll tell you about a Bloomberg columnist that says we ought to reduce the voting age to 16. Again, these are the same people saying, you're not smart enough to have a cigar until you're 21, but we're going to lower the voting age to 16. Not so fast, my friends. The General is now on Instagram. Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. (laughs) That could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Dave. (laughs) 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Lightation Maneuvers. Well, there's no doubt this is my favorite time of the show. Why? I think it's fairly obvious. Because I get to enjoy a fantastic cigar, a fantastic libation. I get to take my time. We get to enjoy ourselves. This is the highlight of the week, and that's why I savor it. I'm never in a rush to light my cigar, to finish my libation. Why rush? Why rush perfection? Why rush greatness? Why rush the pleasure that we derive from our cigars and from our libations, and as well as the fellowship that accompanies it? And today I've pulled out the February 2018 Officers Club selection. I talked about it earlier, the Gurkha Master Select. Now, Gurkha, I remember meeting Kaizad Hensodia of Gurkha, the owner and founder of Gurkha Cigar way back. Got to be 21 years ago at the Cigar Retailers Convention in Orlando. He had a briefcase. That was it. A briefcase with some samples. And he's come a long way. And the cigars that Gurkha makes are fantastic. The packaging is incredible. I don't care if you are buying, I mean, and is the assortment, whether it's a Gurkha Royal Challenge, a nice, mild, pleasant cigar, or you're going to have the Gurkha Cellar Reserve 21. Or you are going to have the Cellar Reserve Platinum, or the Gurkha Grand Reserve, or the Gurkha Assassin. You name it. His cigars are fabulous. Even going back to the days when he had the Gurkha Shaggy, which is a just a, a wonderful, unfinished cigar, reasonably priced. Everything that Gurkha makes, the packaging, the presentation, the class is fantastic. And there's no difference on the Gurkha Master Select. One of the original core brands going back to 2001. This cigar, the original blend, Kaizad purchased the blend, the OVB, the original vintage blend from the family that originally made the Gurkha Master Select. It was always a great cigar, but there were some production and manufacturing issues from the family that made this cigar, so Kaizad said, I'm pulling off. If I can't get the 100% consistency 
forget it. And a lot of consumers, many consumers, were very disappointed. But last summer, Cigar Day Valfo Pleasure Fest, on the water in Buffalo, Kaizad launched the Gurkha Master Select. Bursts of medium-bodied smoothness, lush notes of nuts and spice. It's pleasant. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Honduran binder, Dominican, and Nicaraguan filler. It is indeed a beautiful cigar. Very pleasant morning, midday, evening, any time of day. Not overpowering. Very smooth, very balanced, very pleasant. Very nice cigar. The Gurkha Master Select, the Officers Club selection this month. You should, actually should I should say February, and they went out because it's a shorter month. But they went out Monday and Tuesday. You should have them by now. But it is also the litation selection for today's show. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Self sharpening double edged stainless steel guillotine ready for action. Maximum BTU flame throwing and heat producing apparatus. Okay, well this is. What on earth did I do with my litation device? I don't know what I just did with it. I've got a huge desk, and of course, I've got stuff piled on it. Wait a minute. i got to see if I can find it. What did I do? Oh, there's my litation. Oops. I'm going to have to go. I've got it across the bar. Hang on one second, fellow alphas. I left it at the bar while I went to go pull uh, my libation selection. Got a full bar here at Command Center Alpha. Hold on. I'm at the bar. I've got my litation device in hand. Ah, there you go. Now you can hear it. I got carried away because I had to go get my li, uh, my libation selection, and I took the uh, litation device with me, and so therefore I left it there. But I also have uh, cedar strip matches, so no problem. The, the cigar would have been lit one way or the other, but I got my uh, special Cigar Dave R&D litation device in hand. We can continue. Cigar, cigar pre-litation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut, as always. Let me just do this. All right. Now, my uh, litation device comes from the Cigar Dave R&D Laboratories, the guys with the white coats and the the little pocket protectors. And uh, again, this is a new litation device. They're calling this the Concorde because the jet flame sounds and looks like the old Concorde airplanes. But we'll give it a shot. First time I've used this thing. It's kind of interesting. It's got uh, twin flames that kind of look like the back of the engines of the Concorde. And amazing, when you think about that Concorde, the 1960s technology that was in there, it's just incredible. I mean, it had all these analog gauges and didn't have all the sophisticated electronics and and, uh, flight avionics, but yet still quite the bird. Would love to see supersonic travel come back. All right, I'm gonna toast the foot of this cigar, taking my time, this Gurkha Master Select. Beautiful looking Colorado brownish colored uh, wrapper. Very nice, nice oily sheen. All right, let me puff and rotate. Hmm, great draw. Nice notes, little spice, little cinnamon. Oh, that's nice. Mm. I'll tell you, I remember the original Gurkha Master Select back late 90s, 2000, before it was pulled off in 2001. And this has the same flavor characteristic. It was always a pleasant cigar. Very, very nice. Mm. All right, blow on the foot of the cigar. Fabulous. Take a few puffs. Mm. Now, I need... Mm. 
I almost don't want to take this out of my mouth. Mmm. Very nice. Great draw, nice aroma. Mmm. Very pleasant. Wow. Feels good in the hand. Now, I need to pair this up because it's got some notes of sweetness. I want something that's going to pair up. And I've been on, I've been on this rum kick lately. Really good rums, not the so-so rums. I'm talking about the Añejo-type rums that are aged in, in barrels. I've been on a rum kick. So I'm going to pair it up with a special libation today. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. I am selecting a rum from Panama called Ran Abuelo. Años, seven years. Reserva Superior. Product of Panama. Interesting history with Ran Abuelo rum. Founded in 1908, and the company Varela Hermanos Sociedad Anonima dates back to 1908 when Don Jose Varela Blanco a young Spanish immigrant established his first distillery and sugar mill in the town of Pesa, the San Isidro sugar mill, the first sugar mill in the uh, recently formed Republic of Panama back in the early 1900s. And this is a uh, this area is a very fertile valley in the center of Panama, and the main activity of its population of about 10,000 people is the cultivation of sugarcane. This is a very nice rum. I was introduced to it by uh, one of the liquor distributors that said, you got to try this. We're doing a sampling. Come over and try it. And I was blown away. Very, very nice. And the Año Seven Years, they make the Año, the Año Seven Years, the Aranabuelo Año 12, and their Centuria. But this Seven Years is very, very reasonably priced. I have to tell you, you're probably looking for the 750 milliliter bottle, about 25 bucks. It's aged seven years, 80 proof. Now, here's what's interesting. The ingredients, the rum is made from sugarcane honey, not molasses, which makes a huge difference in the taste for the better. It's distilled in a four-column still, then aged in used bourbon white oak casks. Minimum seven years. And this is fantastic. I mean, let me just pour a little bit here. Let me open up this bottle, put it in my snifter here. All right. There we go. Oh, the aroma on this thing is incredible. And as I swirl this around, this has a beautiful, golden, deep, honey-like color. Very silky on the glass. Wow, the aroma. Mmm, wow. Molasses. Almost a little slight maple. A little cinnamon. A little butterscotch. Wow, just incredible. Let me go ahead and say cheers. Take a sip of my Ranabuelo Añejo Seven Years. Mm. Wow, this is a spice bomb of a rum. I'd say this is on the mild to medium bodied. A little vanilla. Let me take another sip. Mm. Little hint of butterscotch, little hint of coconut. Definitely some sweetness. Nice, pleasant finish. Not a lot of warmth, but a very pleasant, satisfying finish. Not harsh on the way down. This is a fantastic rum. For 25 bucks, 28 bucks, you can't go wrong. And this Ranabuelo Año Añejo Seven Years is the perfect companion to my Gurkha Master Select. They pair absolutely perfectly. So if you remember the Officers, Officers Club, 
and you get the Gurkha Master Select in the next few days, find a bottle of Ron Abuelo Año 7, buy it, pour it, and pair it up. And you tell me if my statement that they're a perfect pair is wrong. Not going to happen. Take another puff. Mm. Absolutely spectacular. Mm. Now another sip. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. D freaking lightful. Absolutely great. I've been on this rum kick for the last number of weeks. And I'm not talking about your basic Bacardi rum. I'm talking about really the Añejo aged barrel rums. You really get a satisfying taste because you get the wonderful taste off of the wood, but you get a little bit of the sweetness, obviously, from the sugarcane or the molasses. But very, very pleasant. And I would tell you, in fact, one of the things I don't think we've ever done, Sergeant Steve, I'm just thinking about this, I don't think we've ever done a rum tasting on the show. We've never done rum tasting maneuvers. So, we are going to add that to the list. Maybe we will do that. Let's see. We've got March's Irish Whiskey. We've got Cinco de Mayo tasting maneuvers, tequila tasting maneuvers in May. I'll tell you what. I think we're going to do that. Uh, I think we'll probably fit that in in April or June. We did well, rum June. Uh, last June. Oh, did we do rum Somalia last Dave, June? Yeah, the June 24th I, last year. I, You know, we've done so many tasting, I can't remember. But I want to do it again. Well, so we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again, and we're going to bring some new different rums. I don't know why it escaped me, because rum, to me, it, it gets overlooked, because people think, ah, you know, I'll put it in a pina colada or whatever. But when you get an Añejo rum that is aged in an old barrel bourbon or whiskey barrel or port barrel or cognac barrel, sherry barrel, the taste is just incredible. You don't even need it in anything. You don't need it in, in anything but a snifter, neat, right straight. It is that good. I just, all right, I just so, sent out a link from last year's show for everyone if you want to go back and listen and see all the tastings we did. I think I may need to go and take a listen. I can't believe I forgot about that. I mean, you know, we have so much going on, obviously, throughout the year that I can't remember because we do so many different spirits. And when we're doing about, uh, you know, on average now, we're doing about, what, 20 to 25 different spirits when we do our tastings. It all just mashes into one. But we will do another rum tasting with this Ron Abuelo Añejo Seven Years from Panama. Fantastic. Paired perfectly with my Gurkha Master Select. We will continue front and center. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts, 
You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. For your comfort and convenience, the general has turned on the No Pleasure Police sign. You may now feel free to enjoy the good life. The great chairman of the board, Francis Albert Sinatra. Frank, I love this song, Luck Be a Lady. Don't blow on another guy's dice. Ah, yes, the Rat Pack. Nobody like them can listen to those guys. Great uh, lounge music, great cigar and libation relaxationary music. Frank, Dean, Sammy, different time. You know, those, those gents, they knew how to enjoy their lives. They played hard. They worked hard during the day. But they knew how to enjoy themselves. They were unapologetic for their lifestyle. And back in their heyday, let's face it, they were the kings. And they were in Vegas at a, such a different time, before the corporations ran Vegas, when it was more intimate, when it was more of a dressy place, when it was a more upscale place. I mean, they really, they ran that town. And that's before Vegas became the, what I call Disneyland of the 21st century now, where everybody's looking for the, you know, the cheap old buffet and walking around in their shorts with their pasty white thighs. No. When Vegas people wore tuxes, they dressed up to go to the shows. When you had places like the Dunes and the Desert Inn and the Sands, the Golden Nugget. Those, that was the time. I just, to me, I go to Vegas, it does not have that same character, that same, just that same ambiance. And it's, it's sad that, that we have lost that now with all these corporations. When the mob ran Vegas, great place. They treated you great. All right, I talked earlier about... Numerous states wanting to raise the cigar 
purchasing age from 18 to 21. Now we hear that many states want to raise the age that you can purchase a weapon from 18 to 21. Now at 18, you can vote. Are the same people today saying, we need to raise the age in which people can enjoy a cigar from 18 to 21 and purchase a weapon from 18 to 21? And now what we're seeing is after what we saw at the uh, Parkland uh, massacre, where all these high school students are becoming activists and towing the company line, the liberal company line, and by the way, a couple of these kids now are really bordering on the edge of being obnoxious with their statements equating people who support the NRA with being murderers and terrorists. That's unacceptable. I'm sorry. That is a, a correlation that has no basis in fact in any way, shape, or form. But now we're seeing people saying, oh, these kids are just so dynamic. And what they are stating is so truthful. And their activism is such an inspiration that we need to lower the voting age from 18 to 16. So let me get this straight. We want to raise the age in which people can legally purchase a cigar from 18 to 21 and a weapon from 18 to 21 because they're not smart enough to own a firearm until they're 21. They're not smart enough to make their own decisions on being able to purchase a cigar, but they are smart enough at 16 to vote or even at 18 to vote. The hypocrisy has run amok. Latest example, Jonathan Bernstein writes in Bloomberg, headline, Let Teenagers Vote. And he references another author who argued that Parkland students organizing against gun violence are a great demonstration of why 16 and 17-year-olds should be allowed to vote. Jonathan Bernstein says, this is one of my longtime hobby horses, and so I certainly agree. Indeed, I'd go lower, setting the voting age at 13 or 14, although I'm open to arguments for making it a bit higher or lower. 16, however, to me is an easy call. Really? Again, 16, you're smart enough to vote, but yet you're not smart enough to decide whether you want to consume a cigar until you're 21, and you're not smart enough to decide if you want to consume an alcoholic beverage until you're 21, and now they want to raise the age to 21 in which you are technically deemed smart enough. You're not smart enough at 18 to purchase a firearm and protect yourself, but you are at 21. Do you see the hypocrisy here? Their arguments just absolutely just fall flatly on, on the merits. This guy goes on to say, voting is the training wheels of political participation, and yet we not only allow more sophisticated political action from high school students, everything from organizing marches to lobbying their legislators to electioneering, but we also generally encourage and praise it. The plain fact is that these sorts of activities, which no one has ever suggested banning as far as I know, are more difficult and more influential than single votes can ever be. So why should we prevent them from voting? Okay, then why should we prevent people from purchasing a cigar at 18 and consuming alcohol at 18 and buying a firearm at 18. Now, this goes on. This clown says, my best guess is that lowering the age to 16 wouldn't have much of an effect on election results. Right now, young people appear to be heavily Democratic, but over, over time, it shifted back and forth. I disagree. Young people today are not Democratic. They are socialists because they've been brought up in this, everybody's a winner generation, everybody gets whatever they want, everything is handed to them on a silver platter, they think everything grows on trees, that their parents just give it to them, so therefore, why should they have to work for anything? We are seeing the entitlement generation. I'm on this planet, I deserve it, why should I have to work for it? 
telling a teenager he or she should get a high school or should get a job while they're in high school is tantamount to child abuse. I mean, that to them, you tell them they'll have a, 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 a meltdown, a, a nervous breakdown over the fact they may have to go out and get a job. This is nothing more than trying to increase the electorate for the Democrat Party. Let's lower the age to 16. We'll get more Democrats voting. Let's, let's let illegals come in. Let them vote. Let's bring as many illegals and give them citizenship as possible because the ideas from the Democrats, the socialists now, the Americans, the hardworking Americans, the taxpaying Americans, they ain't buying it. And again, if I'm old enough at 18 to serve my country with life and limb, then you're damn well right I am old enough to buy a cigar at 18, to have a libation at 18, and to buy a firearm to protect myself at 18. I am tired of the hypocrisy. I say, you want to raise the age that I can buy a cigar to 21 and a firearm? Great. 21 to vote. That is exactly what I have to say about that. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. My Gurkha Master Select giving me immense amounts of cigar pleasure. Hmm. My Ron Abuelo. Añejo seven-year aged rum. Hmm. Mm. Fantastic. Incredible taste. Incredible flavor. Perfect combination. Wherever you may be. Whether it is inside due to the snow and cold from the big nor'easter, took place uh, a couple of days ago, yesterday, the day before, or you're in the warm tropical south, or anywhere across this nation or across this globe, I hope you have your favorite cigar at hand, your favorite libation poured, and your favorite delicacy along with your harem, whether it's a harem of one, a harem of 10, a harem of 32. But I hope that you are deriving immense alpha male pleasure because that's exactly what we espouse here on The Cigar Dave Show. As always, I welcome you back. Don't forget, follow me on social media, Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook, Cigar Dave, Instagram, Cigar Dave. Just go to CigarDave.com, upper right-hand corner, all the links to our social media. And don't forget, if you have not downloaded the Cigar Dave mobile app for iPhone and iPad, and Android, as well as Amazon Kindle. Go to the respective stores, download it. You can listen to the show live, noon to 2 Eastern time. You can also listen to a continuous loop after the show ends, and we also have the show on demand, and that is presented by Diamond Crown. All right, we've got some cigar items I would like to get to. I talked about in the first hour the fact that St. Patrick's Day is around the corner, that we will be conducting 
Aaron Go Sip and Aaron Go Brow St. Patrick's Day Irish Whiskey and Cocktail and Food Tasting Maneuvers in two weeks. Hard to believe. March 17th, just around the corner. Well, there's a couple of cigars that have uh, everything to do with St. Patrick's Day that are being released. Now, last week, we talked about the uh, Alec Bradley limited edition green candela cigar that they release. And this year, it is the Alec Bradley Filthy Hooligan. It returns. It is the black market. But this year, it is going to be a barber pole cigar, a limited edition candela cigar in honor of St. Patrick's Day. They brought back the Filthy Hooligan in its popular barber pole format. It uses a Honduran candela leaf intertwined with Nicaraguan wrapper from Jalapa. And the cigars have already shipped. A unique combination of the wrapper tobaccos uses an Ecuadorian Sumatra binder filler from Honduras and Panama. And the rum that I'm enjoying, Ron Abuelo, Añejo 7, is from Panama. Panama's always grown very good filler tobaccos, including some wrapper tobaccos, but just very difficult to get. But only one size in the Alec Bradley Black Market Filthy Hooligan, a Toro, my favorite size, six inches in length with a 50 ring gauge. Suggested retail is 875 a very, very nice cigar, and they come in 22 count, green and black striped boxes. Only 2,000 boxes have been produced. Cigars are made at the Placencia Tobacos de Orient factory in Honduras. When they are gone, they are gone. And it's a unique taste. There's no doubt about it. Candela, that green wrapper, was very popular in the 70s. Lost its popularity into the 80s, certainly into the 90s, because it doesn't give you a lot of flavor. And the green, the, the, the wrapper stays green because the chlorophyll in the tobacco wrapper, they maintain it. They keep the chlorophyll in there to maintain the color, whereas with other wrappers, in the heating process, the, chlorof uh, the chlorophyll is, uh, is basically burned off, and what happens is it changes the color from a green wrapper to a brown or a dark brown wrapper. Now, Alec Bradley, not the only cigar manufacturer getting in on the Candela St. Patrick's Day uh, cigar end of things. Camacho is reintroducing their Candela. It's coming back again just in time for St. Patrick's Day, a shamrock-hued cigar. The cigar made its original debut in 2007, but it's been off the shelves for a number of years. But the new Camacho Candela has been shipped. A very unique special release. It is a Honduran puro, meaning Honduran wrapper, Honduran binder, Honduran filler. It is a Honduran puro wrapped in a criollo leaf that's flash cured over a charcoal fire. So again, that extreme heat seals the chlorophyll inside the leaf, giving the, the cigar wrapper the tobacco, it's green color. Underneath it is a Corojo binder and filler. Comes in one size. A Robusto, five inches in length with a 50 ring gauge. It is a medium to full-bodied cigar. Suggested retail, $8. So you have some choices. You've got the Camacho Candela. Comes in a Robusto, 8 bucks. You've got the Alec Bradley Black Market Filthy Hooligan, which comes in a unique barber pole uh, wrapped cigar with, uh, with a part of the wrapper being a Candela wrapper from uh, Honduras, suggested retail, $8.75 in a Toro. There's also some other cigars. Macanudo comes in a jade, a Candela, tough to find, as does the Arturo Fuente Florofina eight, uh, 858, which comes in a Candela, also tough to find. Now, also from Altadas, or another cigar, not anything to do with St. Patrick's Day, but Altadas is releasing their first ever Romeo y Julieta with a Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Love, love, 
love the San Andreas wrapper. San Andreas wrapper. The Torrent family grows it. It is out of this world. For many years, if you would tell people the cigar features a Mexican San Andreas leaf or some Mexican tobaccos, people would say, oh, Mexico, harsh, terrible, forget it, don't want it, bad cigar. Not true. It is amazing the misconception that a specific country or a specific type of cigar tobacco can earn unjustly. And the San Andreas Moron wrapper, Maduro wrapper, was in that category. Now one of the most popular sought-after wrappers because of the taste, because of the color, because of the, the complexion. But the newest Romeo y Julieta is called the Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, made in Nicaragua by A.J. Fernandez. Rafael Nodal, longtime friend of the Cigar Dave Show, now the head of Altadas, head of uh, product capability, created the cigar with uh, A.J. Fernandez. First time a Romeo y Julieta has ever come in a Mexican wrapper. And the cigar will come in four sizes, a Robusto, 5 by 50 so 5 inches in length with a 50 ring gauge or 50 64ths in diameter of a uh, of, of diameter of, a, of the cigar, a Toro 6 by 54, a Pyramid 6 and an eighth by 52, and a short Magnum 5 and a half by 60, suggested retail between 9 and $10. And after experimenting with numerous tobaccos, Rafael Nodal, A.J. Fernandez, decided on a blend that consists of the Mexican San Andrean Moron wrapper, Nicaraguan and Dominican fillers, and a Nicaraguan binder. So very unique, and that uh, is another line extension. We've got the Romeo 505 made by Placencia, the Romeo by Romeo, Julieta Aging Room made by Tabacalera Palma. So a number of line extensions, and the Romeo San Andreas, I am sure, with that tobacco, will be absolutely off the charts. So some cigar news and info for you. Now, when we return, I'm going to tell you about the craziness of political correctness, how it is spread to childhood playgrounds. It is absolutely absurd. Have some other items in the world of cigars as well as spirits, some interesting cigars, a, a box of cigars that was auctioned off for a ridiculously high amount of, uh, a, a high bid amount, and McCallum unveiling a very, very unique, expensive bottle of scotch. We'll also tell you about... What women are doing, we talked about women, a woman that's marrying a chandelier. We've got an add-on to that story as well as we continue the alpha male good life maneuvers front and center on The Cigar Dave Show. You, you need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Tradition 
traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Feasting on a sheep's carcass, the general viciously shreds the enemies of pleasure and licks his blood-soaked chops with the taste of victory. Well, political correctness has gone absolutely crazy. And as you know, here on the Cigar Dave Show, we do not espouse political correctness. We are proudly politically incorrect. And it is amazing the parallels people are now making. Everything now is offensive to everybody. You say good morning to someone, and chances are you could offend someone. Why? Well, maybe they woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe they find sunny days to be unhappy for them. So consequently, if you say good morning, oh, I'm offended. Everybody today is easily offended. And certainly the millennials get easily offended because, after all, they're perfect. They are the they are they're award-winning in everything. They get a trophy for everything. They're perfect. So if you criticize them or if you say something that offends them, look out. Well, the latest example of absurdity comes to us from Texas. And this is a this is just a class a place called Corsicana, Texas. A statue of a of a gorilla a prime attraction for kids at the community playground in Corsicana, Texas, was removed by the city. The reason was some community members found the gorilla offensive, racially insensitive in some form, and requested its removal from the park. Now, I'm looking at a picture of this thing, and it's basically a picture. It's like a, a, a gorilla, a giant like gorilla statue in a cage, and kids can climb on the stage, and everybody has fun with it. And it's in the, I mean, it's just kind of a cool little thing. But all of a sudden, somebody is offended. Now, are they offended because gorillas are actually part of the species on this planet? I mean, are they next going to be offended by horses, by zebras, by pigs, by cows, by snakes, by dogs, by cats, 
by, by rodents. I mean, you can go on and on and on. How on earth is a gorilla offensive? This is what I, that shows you the ridiculousness of this. Are we going to now remove gorillas from every single zoo because somebody says, oh, I find that offensive. Now, you can use a derogatory term for people umpteen different categories. But the absurdity of removing a gorilla statue in a cage that kids play upon is just so ludicrous that it's almost beyond believable. The Corsicana mayor, Don Denbo, said about the insensitivity, the racially in, racial insensitivity that some members found to be offensive. Quote, we can understand this because we have an obligation to listen to all our citizens to determine what is offensive and not, especially in public places. Great, I find politicians, uh, uh, spineless politicians to be offensive. Let's remove them from all public places. You know what, I'm looking at this playground and as I look at this playground, I see a slide that kids go down. I find that to be offensive. Let's remove that. Can we get a mayor, can we get a politician that says, okay, you may be offend offended, but that's ridiculous. There's no racial component to this. We're not taking it away. Now, the mayor said he saw an uptick in complaints about the playground primate during the last few weeks. He said there were more and more phone calls and personal discussions, and he, the city manager and a city council member, decided it needed to come down. How about asking the public what they think? Now, if you want to use the term gorilla as a derogatory term to somebody that is black, why don't you ask them and say, wait a minute, just by having this, are you offended? Now, are we going to now all of a sudden, because that can be used as a racially insensitive term or an offensive term, we're going to take it out of the zoos? How about eliminate it from any uh, books that talk about any primates or any type of animals that are in the world. That is absurd. Just nonsense. Never bothered anyone. The kids enjoyed it. I'll guarantee you kids of all ethnic backgrounds, whether they're white, black, Asian, uh, 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 European, South American, Mexican, whatever. Just ridiculous. And actually, when they got rid of the cage, is still there, but they got rid of the, they got rid of the gorilla, people now are putting balloons and, and mementos almost as if the ape passed away. Like you would see like on the Hollywood Walk of Fame where people put flowers and other things. There are balloons. There are other sorts of things. Now, the mayor said he's open to the gorilla returning in some form due to the backlash from people, people who don't support their decision to oust it. And most people are totally in opposition. And they said, look, if you want to talk about removing it, have a hearing. Let's talk about it. Let's see what people have to say. But it shouldn't have been done unilaterally. And there's even a Facebook page. Now, the, the gorilla had a name called Dobby. There's a Facebook page called In Memory of Dobby, started in memoriam of the gorilla. And fans are sharing their memories and posting their pics. The absurdity that we are seeing today in this country is just overwhelming. Everybody is offended. You tell somebody, a woman, you say, boy, I love those shoes. You look great. Oh, I'm offended. Hashtag me too. I'm, I've, I've been, I've been uh, sexually uh, uh, offended. I've been sexually harassed. Good morning. Oh, I'm offended because it's a bad morning for me. I'm not happy. I didn't have my coffee yet. People today, this not alphas, but I'm talking about the betas, the millennials. People today in this country are soft. They are wussies. Total, absolute beta pansy asses. God forbid 
They get some sort of constructive criticism, and the next thing you know, they're going to report you to human resources. Because why? Oh, they offended me. I felt uncomfortable. I felt intimidated. I felt that I was microaggressed upon. And that leads into that other nonsense, that microaggression, that if you talk to somebody the wrong way or if you, if you say something, oh, I'm microaggressed. People in this country, not us alphas, but the majority of Americans today are pansy-ass wussies. They're soft. Why? Simple. It goes back 30, 40 years. The feminists want to beta, make everybody beta. Everybody's got to be included. If you pick somebody last for a sports team, up oh, they're offended. Nope, nope, nope. Everybody's got to be selected. We can't have that. Nobody gets trophies. We're all win for participating. Sorry. Life is not a part about participating. Life is about winning. Some people will win. Some people will lose. But I've always believed that by losing, it will motivate you to work harder or work smarter and ultimately come back and be victorious. And there is no question that on the road to anyone's success, they will stop at defeat multiple times. That is guaranteed. The people that keep moving past those stops of defeat are the ones that ultimately achieve victory. The ones that are soft, that are coddled, that are wussies, defeat overwhelms them and they will never achieve success. And I've always stated that when parents today, they want to put their kids in leagues where everybody gets participation trophies, where they don't keep score, where they're told that their kids are all perfect and they're wonderful, they're entitled, they're not doing their kids any favors because they're going to grow up into feeble, incompetent adults that are easily offended, that are not hireable, that have no work ethic. Sorry, but I'm not interested in being around those people. I have zero interest in any way, shape, or form about surrounding myself with that kind of loss mentality. There is a, I, I, somebody sent me a very funny video clip about a millennial going on a job interview. And I'm going to try to find it and see if we, if we can post it. But it was really fascinating to me because the, the employer was asking about, do you have this skill and that skill? And meanwhile, the, of course, the millennial in the job interview is on her phone all the time and is Instagramming and, and texting. And really, that is a microcosm of what we see today. People can't communicate. You and I as alphas, we, commun we like to communicate via the written word or via the, the spoken word. Yes, we communicate via text and by email, but we're having a cigar. We enjoy in the fellowship, the camaraderie, and the conversation. That is part of a cigar alpha experience. Same thing if you are with your dame or your harem. You enjoy the conversation. And when I see people today that literally are in the office next to each other, and one person, instead of getting up and saying, hey, Jane, what's the story with this? How many, how many of those things do we need to order? Or what, what, what time is our lunch? What time is our meeting? Nope, they'll text it or they will, they will email it. Because God forbid they get up out of their chair and go and communicate with someone. Part of the Cigar Dave experience, the alpha male experience, and especially for you dames that love alphas, is the communication. Alphas are great communicators. We communicate verbally. That is a dying art, but not here amongst us fellow alphas.
miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. The Cigar Dave Show is available 24-7, 365 via the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, iPhone, as well as Amazon Kindle. You don't need to be in front of a radio. You just need to have your mobile device ready to go. And you can listen to me take on the enemies of pleasure. Talk about the alpha male good life as we talk cigars, spirits, diversions, grilling, everything associated with the alpha male good life. So go download the Cigar Dave mobile app today, presented by Diamond Crown. And you can listen to the show live, noon to 2 Eastern time, anywhere around the world. And as soon as the show is done, we run a continuous loop. The show is also available on demand. Also our Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and the ability for you to record a message and send it directly to us. So go right now, if you've got an Android, an iPhone, or the Amazon Kindle, Go and download the Cigar Dave mobile app presented by Diamond Crown. Never miss a minute of a Cigar Dave show with a Cigar Dave mobile app. Like a conquistador, it's the General Cigar Dave. I'll tell you, I love listening to this musical selection. Just relaxing. In fact, we're going to pump that up while I take a puff of my Gurkha Master Select and a sip of my Rana Buelo. I could just, I could have my, my headphones in on a beach and this would just be perfect. Crank that up, Sergeant Steve. I need is the harem and scantily clad bikinis. The scent of the ocean with my cigar. Ah, on the beach. Life is good. Hmm. Fantastic. All right. Classic. We talked about last week a woman that described, I can't, Sergeant Steve, what did she describe herself as? Some sort of unilateral sexual or some sort of cockamamie term to describe her sexual preference, which was chandeliers, which is a little odd in and of itself. I mean, literally married to a chandelier, sleeps with a chandelier, little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Here's another one. This comes from Mexico. Women in Mexico are literally going out on a limb to help save the forest. A group of female activists in Osaka, Mexico, are marrying trees to help save them. And there are pictures on this story from the New York Post, of women that are in a wedding dress with flowers, hugging trees and kissing trees. Do women not want the warmth, the pleasure of an alpha? Apparently not. They'd rather have a tree or a chandelier. Very odd. Apparently these women 
are taking a stand against the practice of deforestation and hoping that mass marriage will get people more involved with saving the woodlands. She said, one woman said, marrying a tree is a way of protesting to say that we need to stop exterminating Mother Earth every day, every minute, every second. What I say is, marrying a tree is a way of showing your desperation and how cuckoo you are. And again, there's a picture of this woman in a white gown and veil, the whole shebang, kissing a tree. Good, I hope that gives you tremendous pleasure. And then when you're done, go get Bob, boyfriend on batteries, because that's about the only way you're going to get pleasure. You're not going to get it from a tree. 20 some odd years ago, I think about 20 years ago, when the Tampa Bay Rays first took to the field, at the time they were called the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, Bobby and Eric Newman, always their family and their company always had a long identification with baseball. When the J.C. Newman Cigar Company was based in Cleveland, when Julius Caesar Newman founded the company, and they were in Cleveland until the mid-50s, mid-late 50s, they were always involved with the Cleveland Indians. In fact, uh, Student Prince was their big brand at the time, and every Cleveland Indians player, I think the most valuable player of the game, would get a box of Student Prince, and they were, there were ads at the stadium in Cleveland. Always a very big involvement. And so when the Tampa Bay Devil Rays at the time took to the field, the Newmans and J.C. Newman and Stanford Newman, Bobby and Eric Newman, wanted to get involved with the team. And I remember the owner at the time, Vince Namoli, called me and said, you know, we're thinking about Tampa's the cigar city, and Vince loves cigars. He said, we're thinking about doing a cigar bar. What do you think? I said, it would be a great idea. And I said, look, you should talk to the Newmans. And sure enough, Vince talked to Bobby, Eric, and Stanford Newman. And the next thing you know, the Quest Array Cigar Bar became a big-time presence and hit at, in center field, uh, behind the field of play in Tropicana Field for 20 years. But this year, for the first time in 20 years, the Cuesta Rays Cigar Bar will not be there because the Tampa Bay Rays, as they are known now, has decided that they would rather use that space for some sort of game area so kids can play video games, other things. That's great. Your baseball game isn't entertaining enough, so what do you need to do? you got to put games so fans can basically still attend. You see the picture that's uh, wrong with that? And that's why I say baseball has so many issues. Baseball, number one, needs to enact a pitch clock, a 22-second pitch clock. If you don't have that pitch off in 20 sec 22 seconds, bam, runner takes the base. They should also automate balls and strikes. We watch when we see at home. We see the little Fox box or ESPN has the box. They've got it down to a science. When we have the technology to speed up the game and also get the calls right, have a home plate umpire there for one reason only, for any sort, maybe calling a buck, or, for example, if there is a play at home plate. I find myself, I can't watch more than three, four innings. When I see these, the pitcher scratching his nads every three minutes and the manager's coming in and, and over-managing a game and eight batters come up and you got 13 pitchers. Oh, the guy's a righty pitcher, that uh, or right, right-handed batter, that bats, uh, you know, uh, that, 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 that basically tends to uh, uh, hit grounder balls. Great, we'll bring this pitcher in. Oh, we got a lefty that tends to do fly balls. We're going to bring this guy. It's overmanaged. Sabermetrics have killed the game to a great degree. I have no problem with it on analyzing players, but, geez, during the game, it kills the flow of the game. So the Tampa Bay Rays decided this year, the Quest Array bar, Cigar Bar, no more. Now, here's what's interesting. 
They didn't even call it the Questeray Cigar Bar. Going back about four years ago, an entity entitled Smoke Free Florida came along and decided that they were on, with the tobacco settlement money. They bought. They went into all the different uh, teams. They went into the hockey teams, the baseball, the football teams, and they bought signage and and advertisements on the on their televised games and on the radio broadcasts. They spent seven hundred fifty thousand dollars with the Tampa Bay Rays. And what did the Tampa Bay Rays do? They decided to roll over, understanding the important history of cigars in Tampa, where they play. Well, they play in St. Petersburg, but in the Tampa Bay area, the Tampa Bay Rays decided under a little bit of pressure from the smoke-free Florida, tobacco-free Florida, that they would change the name of the Questeray Cigar Bar to the Questeray Bar or the Questeray Lounge. They didn't even list it as a cigar bar in the program and in the stadium directory. It was the Questeray Bar or the Questeray Lounge. I can't remember which one they used. And basically, they made the J.C. Newman Cigar Company and Questeray persona non grata. They rolled over. And another thing that the Tampa Bay Rays did is when they went to one of their retro uniforms to pay homage to the tremendous history of baseball in the Tampa Bay area, one of the teams at the time was known as the Tampa Bay Smokers. Very well-known minor league team. And the Smokers had a logo. They had the script Smokers, and then almost at the end, it looked like a long bit of uh, tobacco smoke, cigar smoke, and in it, there was a cigar. So underneath, it was, and we'll, we'll put up on social media and CigarDave.com, we will show you a picture of what the original Tampa Bay Smokers logo was and how the Tampa Bay Rays succumbed to basically politically correct pressure and neutered and historically altered the jersey. Now, I was on a number of TV stations. They asked me for my comment because I made a big deal on the show, and the, the news stations in town got wind of it, did some interviews, and I said, they are altering history. The name of the team was the Tampa Bay Smokers. It paid tribute to the cigar industry in, in or the Tampa Smokers, paid, paid homage to the cigar industry in Tampa. It had a cigar in there. And what they did is they eliminated the cigar. That's like taking Winston Churchill, a picture of him, and what their museum in London did, and they photoshopped the cigar out of his mouth for political correctness. That is altering history. And I made a big deal on it. Of course, the Rays said, oh, well, we just wanted to clean up the uniform, and they came up with some BS cockamamie excuse. The J.C. Newman Cigar Company now, essentially for the first time in 20 years, will not have a presence at Tropicana Field. And that is a shame. But the Tampa Bay Rays are proposing building a baseball stadium in Ybor City, the heart of the historical cigar-making area of Tampa. Ybor City is where the factories are. The J.C. Newman Cigar Company, based in Ybor City, their factory has been there for years and years. One of the symbols of Ybor City, the red brick traditional cigar factories, Tampa is known for its cigar history. Every mayor, every politician does not run away from cigars. They embrace it here. Our current mayor, Bob Buckhorn, I don't agree with him on everything, but Bob loves cigars. I've known him for a long time. He used to come into uh, Edwards uh, Pipe and Tobacco, enjoy a cigar, still loves cigars, very, very pro-cigar, understands the history, as do other politicians and the governor and state legislators. They understand the history of cigars. Apparently, the Tampa Bay Rays are the only uh, people in town that no longer that really don't understand the history of cigars and Tampa. Well, Eric Newman, in a newspaper article this week, wants to have a similar type of lounge at the new Tampa Bay Rays Stadium. Now, that is if they build a stadium. 
because the Rays only want to contribute, I think, $150 million, and it's probably going to cost seven, $800 million to build a stadium. And frankly, with the garbage team, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the bunch of incompetent boobs that are running the baseball operation uh, for owner Stu Sternberg, frankly, I wouldn't give you two cents to go watch a Tampa Bay Rays game. And in fact, I'd encourage every single person listening to me, don't go and pay your money and watch the garbage they're going to put on the field. They've gutted the team. The owner doesn't want to spend the money. And I understand that it's in a garbage stadium. That I understand. But the fact of the matter is that if you are going to be an owner in the league, then you better pony up. And if you're not going to play in the big leagues, and even Dick Vitale, Dickie V has season tickets, said the same thing. He's like, if you're not going to pony up and play in the, with the big boys, then get the hell out. Sell the team. So I encourage Stu Sternberg to sell the team, and I encourage every person listening to this show, don't support the team. Don't buy a ticket. Watch the games. Go ahead and watch the games because it doesn't cost you anything. Don't go out and buy tickets. Don't go out and support this. I, I, I haven't gone out to a game probably in a couple of years. Part of the reason is because of how they treated the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and they have basically flipped the bird to the history and heritage of cigars in Tampa. They have basically whitewashed it. So you know what? Now there's $750,000 from Tobacco View, Florida, and I think is now about seventy-five or 50000 So they rolled over like a bunch of pansy asses, and now basically, and by the way, the Tampa Bay Lightning got the same type of money, or they, they got the same advertising from Tobacco Free Florida. They still kept the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge. They still give a box of cigars to the, I think, the number one star of the game at the end. Give that man a cigar, Diamond Crown Cigar. They put it on the Jumbotron and everything. They don't hide from it. They don't run from it. But you have to remember that the executives of the Tampa Bay Rays are spineless, nadless, ballless, wussified betas, starting with Matt Silverman. He's a wussified beta. Stu Sternberg, he's a wussified beta. Their baseball operation is garbage. The product on the field the last five years has barely been 500. That's garbage. They got a manager that's a zero who basically uh, they, they overmanage with this nonsensical saber metrics. They basically wanted a puppet where they can call down and say, okay, Kevin Cash manager, yep, I want you to put this pitcher in and, uh, and have him bunt or have him uh, walk or have him do this. They wanted a puppet. That's what they got. They got a below sub-500 manager and they got a sub-500 team. Well, Eric Newman... I would be ticked. If I was Eric and Bobby Newman, I'd say, screw the Rays. Screw them. But they're playing this perfectly. Because what they've done is they came out and said, look, we would like to have a similar lounge at the new stadium if they're going to build it in Ybor City. And as Eric said, and I quote, that would be a natural for us. A natural for them because they're going to build a stadium in Ybor City which was built on the cigar industry. This is really the heart of the industry, the heart of cigar company. Moreover, the history of baseball in Tampa has roots in the cigar industry. Many Ybor City cigar factory workers, including the parents of legendary Hall of Famer Al Lopez, raised sons who played baseball in Tampa and in West Tampa and in Ybor City and, uh, and eventually became major leaguers. And the city had a minor league team, as I said, called the Tampa Smokers. So the Newmans are proposing. They said, look, we don't know what it would be, but we'd like to have a presence. And Eric uh, was quoted, he learned last month the Rays have different plans for the Questeray Lounge. They don't even call it the Cigar Bar anymore. A team spokesman, a Nadalus team spokesman, declined this week to say what those plans are, but Newman's, Eric said the understanding is they 
plan to put in games for family entertainment. That's great. Put in Pac-Man. Your baseball is so damn boring and so incredibly pathetic that what you have to do is put in Pac-Man and other sort of video games to get people's attention. That's grace. So Eric said, look, losing the space was a surprise, but he put the disappointment behind him. He's looking forward to having a presence in the new stadium. So we'll see what happens. Now, there's a group of business people trying to basically get ticket sales and, 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 and sponsorships for the Rays. I got news for you. You put a garbage team like they are going to put this year, a gutted team, as you have put on the last five years, why on earth would anybody want to buy tickets to that nonsense when there's so many other things to do? So the fact of the matter is the Newmans have supported the team. They still pay $30,000 a year for first-base uh, tickets. They, they pay to run the cigar bar. They pay a good amount of money, almost equal to what Tobacco-Free Florida pays now, and yet they're treated like tw- not second-class citizens or third-class citizens. They're treated like 20th-class citizens. So great play by Eric Newman to say, hey, you build a stadium in Ebor, it's a natural for us. Make the Rays look bad. They, they look bad already. And I'm telling you, they don't have my support. I hope the Tampa Bay Rays, I've never said this before, I hope they lose every damn game. I'd love to see them go 0-162 and get a new owner in here. Because Stu Sturberg, he came in with good intentions. They did have a good team. But their farm system the last five, six years has been marginal. Their free agent signings have been terrible. All their good players, they trade away. Why on earth would I want to spend money to watch that crap, that garbage, that sack of garbage baseball team? And the way they treated the Newmans and Cuesta Ray and J.C. Newman, screw the Tampa Bay Rays. They don't have my support. And anybody listening, watch the games at home, listen on radio, but don't in any way, shape, or form spend a nickel. I'm not buying a cap. I'm not buying any memorabilia. I'm not going to a game. Forget it. Why do I want to go to a game in a dump stadium that makes, uh, I mean, that makes uh, probably, what's the, uh, the old Cleveland Municipal Stadium look like the Taj Mahal compared to Tropicana Field. So Eric Newman played it very well. The Tampa Bay Rays look ridiculous. They look incredibly stupid and small, and their team stinks as well. Final, and by the way, Am I clear on not supporting the Rays? And by the way, Stu, you want to come on this show? Or Matt, you want to come on this show? And you want to prove me wrong? You want to defend it? Go ahead. I'll invite you anytime, any place, way, shape, or form. You can come on and talk about your strategy. But all I know is you've had a sub-500 team, haven't made the playoffs in, uh, what, five years now? There's a reason Joe Madden left. He saw the handwriting on the wall. Bad ownership, bad team, bad guys. Final and concluding segment of this edition Uh, The Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
Wow, he's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. a conversation with Rocky Patel about the vintages. The vintages. I sought out to find some of the oldest, rarest wrappers in the world. The 1990, 92, and 99 vintages are very special. You got three different wrappers on three great cigars. The 90 is a 12-year-old broadleaf wrapper. The 92 is a 10-year-old Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. And the 1999 is a gorgeous golden 7-year-old Connecticut wrapper. Three beautiful mild to medium-bodied cigars. Tons of flavor, yet elegant and well-balanced. Great fermentation on tobacco. You're going to love it. The beauty about the vintages is that they draw great, they burn perfectly, and you can smoke them down to the last inch. You can't go wrong with any vintage. Every cigar, for the beginner to the aficionado, great masterpieces for your humidor. I hope you love it. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you nobody works harder to make a better cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. And the winner of the first Nobel Pleasure Prize for Outstanding Achievement in Advancing the Alpha Male Good Life is your general, Cigar Dave. I'll tell you what, if I don't push this bottle of Ron Abuelo Añejo's seven-year rum away from me, I'm going to drink this whole bottle. It is that incredibly tasty and delicious. Perfect accompaniment to my Gurkha Master Select. By the way, if you are a member... An esteemed, distinguished member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club. The February 2018 selection went out Monday and Tuesday. You should have your Gurkha Master Select in hand probably uh, today or early part of next week. Beautiful cigar, one of the original Gurkha core brands going back to the uh, late 90s. Kaizad Hensodia got the blend back from the original family that blended and manufactured the cigar. Released last August at our Buffalo Alpha Pleasure Fest, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Honduran binder, Dominican and Nicaraguan filler, very smooth, medium-bodied, lush notes of notes and spice, perfect accompaniment to my Ron Abuelo Añejo 7. By the way, if you're not a member of the Officers Club, go to CigarDave.com. Check out some of the selections. You get three cigars every month in a Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Join now. Tonight, very special night. At the GOP, the Gary O'Brien's Pub in a classified location in the Western New York Theater of Operations, as Lieutenant Gary and Mrs. Harem of Wangina are holding their annual uh, poker night fundraising event for Roswell Park Cancer Institute in Buffalo. Cigars, spirits, food, poker, a wonderful evening, and uh, many of the crew, I think uh, Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, XO Tim, Puff Muffin Lori, the entire crew uh, is going to be there, so my greetings to them for another successful event, and that is a big money raiser every year and again. Cigar connoisseurs, 
Alphas doing their part without being asked. Again, with great cigars and great libations. So a wonderful night at the GOP. I cannot tell you the location. Tickets are already sold out. Very classified, but always a fantastic event. So to Lieutenant Gary, Mrs. Hammer, one Gina, I hope you have a fantastic event this evening. Caught this last week. A box of Cuban cigars was auctioned off from Fidel Castro's personal collection. I wouldn't pay a two cents. I wouldn't pay a cent for that. In fact, have zero interest in anything from that Tommy Pinko bastard Fidel Castro. Well, the wooden, the box of uh, Trinidad Fundadores, the cigar box, which was signed in a blue felt-tip pen by the Tommy Pinko bastard Fidel Castro, accompanied by a photograph of Castro signing it, for a philanthropist in 2002, was auctioned off by Boston-based RR Auction on Thursday, or a couple of weeks ago on a Thursday, and uh, the winning bid, $26,950 for 24 cigars. The Trinidad Fundador is exclusively produced for Castro beginning in 1980, and until 1998, only the only boxes allowed to leave the island were gifts to foreign dignitaries. That's about... $1,122 a cigar. No thanks. Wouldn't pay anything for anything from Fidel Castro. All right, Lieutenant Cigar Day of the General. Say, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Screw the enemies of pleasure.